When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash hidden, H-I-D-D-E-N. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So, no strings attached. We're giving you a free book. You've heard us talk about how much we love Audible. Go give them a shot. And once again, promo code HIDDEN for audibletrial.com slash hidden. As always, we are sponsored by Illuminatus. Their pre-rolls are made like no other pre-roll out there. And they come in a sativa and indica blend, offering a discreet and satisfying experience every single time. Illuminatus products are always guaranteed to meet all government testing standards. So check them out at illuminatusbrand.com and on Instagram at team underscore Illuminatus. So I've spent like the last two weeks in utter boredom just reading a fuckload of books and I've been on a tear of uh, reading books written by like former undercover guys. Oh, so you reading books and shit now. <laughs> yeah, you see what happens when I stop drinking? I start reading books and shit. Fucking get all literate and shit. But... I kind of went in the wrong order. So the first book I read was uh, like a CIA undercover woman. who not, was Not Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> no. She was stopping, like, her undercover shit was like stopping terrorist attacks. Like, the whole book was about her, like, preventing uh, Al-Qaeda or some shit from getting rocket launchers. Like, post-9-11, I'm assuming? Yeah, 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 post-9-11. She was, like, active until, I think, 2010 or some shit or... Around there. And then I read one by some, like, the the longest tenured FBI undercover dude. And he was busting people selling, like, thousands of kilos of coke and heroin and shit. <laughs> and then I... <laughs> the last two books I've read have been by undercover ATF agents. Their busts are kind of pussy in comparison. I mean, yeah, the ATF is like the DEA's bitch. Like, they're the big score in one of the books I read. He busted a guy for selling, like, a teenth of meth and, like, a little bit of weed. He got him with that dime bag. But in the book I just finished called uh, No Angel by Jay Dobbins, uh, you know, we were talking in the Jordan episode about... Like manufacturing drama just for the sake of like yeah, yeah. having something creating to it, do, creating yeah, yeah, it yeah. as a source of fuel. So in in this book, in the middle, he starts talking about. So it's a book about how he goes undercover with the Hell's Angels. In the middle, he he starts talking about like how he developed uh, an addiction, but to what? 
<laughs> well, that's the thing. The addiction was to uh, hydroxycut. The fuck is that? Is that like a weight loss pill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the weight loss pill. What? And Nicole Smith. <laughs> that's what I said. I didn't know you could get addicted to that shit. Was he just like looking so good that he couldn't stop, or I guess, it's, or is it fun? I guess it's like an upper kind of like what I they mean, used to do with Fenfen back in the day. I say the classic diet pills were all just like speed. Yeah, so he's just talking about taking fuckloads of hydroxy cut to like maintain the energy to hang out with the Hell's Angels. That's a weird one to turn to. Yeah, and I couldn't figure out if it was just like an elaborate in-book ad for hydroxycut or if they just completely made that shit up this book brought to you by hydroxycut yeah 50 percent off it just didn't make any sense like i guess undercover agents can't do drugs unless their life is like on the line and then if they do them the the case has to be over because back in the day people would yeah, but what are you gonna get piss addicted hot? to drugs? What are you gonna piss hot for for hydroxycut? But yeah, I I I don't think you'd even test positive for anything. I think it was just completely made up for the sake of him having like a deeper character. It it like hanging out with bikers. You'd think he'd get into meth or something, but no. Yeah, you do real drugs. Nope, hydroxycut. Did you even look up? Have you looked up what's in it? I can't even like other than like ephedrine. I can't think of what's in it. It's something like that. I mean, it because ephedrine you can get over the counter. Like he was, he was talking about how it almost like ruined his marriage and shit. And I can only imagine someone ruining their life with fucking diet, diet pills. pills. Yeah, yeah. hydroxy cut. What a fucking gay thing to ruin your life with. Uh, no, but honey, I look so good. <laughs> the primary ingredients include caffeine. Some extract of something, and then wild olive extract. So he essentially wrote a decent portion of the book about how he was addicted to caffeine pills. You don't understand. Look at this six-pack. <laughs> I bet he looked shredded. I mean, he probably wasn't eating. Yeah. And then, to make it even better, the whole case he had built, he was undercover for like two years or something. It's a long time to be undercover. And the case just like fell apart. Like none of the people <laughs> got prosecuted. Whoops. They caught like four people, and I think three of them got off. Shocker. The dude who was on a bender wasn't good at his job. Yeah, so that that was my, that's, uh. You think he was taking the hydroxy cut out and chopping it like Coke and being like, yeah, I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm fucking, you guys want some, bro? Oh. Just trying to look, <laughs> trying to not seem like a narc. I'm so skinny. Oh, fuck, I'm losing so much weight, man. Wait, yeah, that that's all I had on that. Uh, I just found it hilarious that a guy who was, like, hanging out with murderers and shit was trying to play off being addicted to fucking over-the-counter diet pills as some, like, a demon he had to fight off. Why wouldn't he just lie and make it something cooler? He should have. He should have just said he got addicted to meth. Or just uppers. Why specify hydroxycut? <laughs> that's like if I got addicted to brain force. Hey, you never know. Brain force could be uh Brain force is not addictive. It's enlightening. <laughs> is that what Alex says? No, that's my personal review, which I did not get told to say by the screener. <laughs> Speaking of personal reviews, I was looking at uh, cheap-ass watches the other day. I need one. Like I always have my, my cheapo... Uh, China China's back on the block? Yeah. I, uh, well, my cheapo digital watch. I always, like, I just cycle through digital watches that are super cheap, and when they break, I just fucking throw them away. You'd but, probably be the one person who'd, like, actually enjoy an iWatch. 
I was thinking about it, but they're too, I don't know. It's too much like, money for something. You got charge like every monitor day. Monitor your heart rate. You can like play your podcasts through it. But I was looking at that. It's literally a $9 Casio. And one of the reviews for it was one star. And it just said very lackluster. <laughs> which That's a very formal way of saying a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, for $9, like what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Do you expect the yeah, la- be realistic? The last time I had one of those, it lasted like two years. I, for, yeah, I mean, for four bucks a year, I can. Uh, they're not I meant to live. last a long time. They're just meant to be cheap. Also, if you're not breaking into a double digits on your purchase, I don't know what the fuck you can yeah, realistically expect out of it. I don't think you're balling that hard. No. So that was that was. I did all I had in my. Uh, I did my week. The, I did read this morning that some company that was selling a. Uh, USB drives that were like 5G proof. Oh yeah, and then there were just like was just normal like six dollar flash drives. But weren't they selling them for like a hundred bucks? Yeah, selling them for like a hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, it was so fucking funny. I was dying. This 5G shit is really catching on. Yeah, people are. We had someone down the street nuts. who was like, "Just so you guys are aware, there's there's a 5G tower over there, and I just I just want you to know." He told told. Oh shit! Story. They're putting them in the hills. I I don't think so, but. <laughs> That dude was concerned about him. Everyone's been concerned about him. I, I don't know if we talked about the the guy at the dispensary who like wanted us to sign the. Which is weird because the whole reason we like brought sanctions on China was because we wanted to start the five G network. Well, hasn't China's been installing like a five G infrastructure in a bunch of other countries, right? Yeah, I I think that has to be. At least part of where this conspiracy is coming from is the Chinese probably aren't doing it out of the uh, the kindness of their heart. I think no, and there were m- every country that had a contract with them pretty much pulled it after that uh, Huawei stuff. Yeah, Huawei's gotten in a fuckload of trouble. Uh huh. The something just happened in Canada. I yeah, think. they refused to extradite them. Yeah, but because Canada has been been trying or China has been trying to force Canada to uh, extradite her back to China, which obviously she's not going to face a fucking lick of jail time there. Yeah, but I had heard, I think on NPR, that because like Canada has done something, now it's possible to extradite her to the U.S. for punishment. I've read that too, but I mean, that's just because we definitely won't fucking let her leave. Yeah, I mean, they were spying. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they were literally building spy networks inside people's country. With affordable phones. So, like, for everything Alex Jones has ever done wrong, preventing that one thing is probably the best thing he'll ever do. Among the uh, surveys I take to get money, you, like the, the cheapo will, will pay you $2 to answer these questions. Yeah. One of them was obviously made by Huawei, and all the questions were just like, do you think this company is uh, spying on your country? How how much do you like the CCP on a scale of 1 to 10? 10, 11, <laughs> or 12? That was, that was pretty much the survey. It was like, do you trust these people? If so, why not? I don't know why anybody would trust China, which is funny because people have been trying to like use China to put down the Donald, and it's like, yo, man, China's not the, the hill to die on. That's a pretty fucked up country. At the moment. And then didn't Donald just do something with like Hong Kong and China where. Yeah. So because China imposed new security measures on Hong Kong. So the Donald officially declared 
Hong Kong no longer an independent country. So now he just like took away all recognition of him, which so, I guess is actually supposed to help Hong Kong. I guess the thought being that maybe China will reverse its. Yeah, I'm not entirely decision. sure because it seems like at this point either Hong Kong is going to have to go for like some 16 verse 1 upset shit and try and fucking fight their way out of China Whew. or they're just going to get murdered and integrated. They are back to protesting, but I don't think... Uh, they're not fucking around with those protesters anymore. They yeah. have... It's pretty much like martial law at the moment. It's a police state. Yeah, and China, China shuts that shit down pretty quick. Communism's pretty rad, bro. <laughs> yeah, when you're the one in power, it's... Uh, it's Pretty, pretty sweet. It's pretty fucking effective. You know what I did watch last night? Just uh, because I was really stoned and couldn't help myself. <laughs> and this has a twist to it. I watched uh, Hannah Gadsby's new special, Nanette. The it, Nanette chick. Yeah, yeah. I watched her new special, and uh, she's actually funny. Really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't expect it either. Were you really, really high, or... I mean, I was, but, like, and she still does her, like, feminist humor and shit, but, like, she was trying to be funny, and it was good. And I was like, oh, so she just really just decided she was not going to be funny in that last special, because she's pretty good. It it reminded me a little bit of uh, Burt Kreischer, mm -hmm. if he was an Australian lesbian. <laughs> I think New Zealand, or, no, Tasmania, whatever the fuck. I think they're all part of Australia. But, yeah, she was funny, and the first reason... I started to like her as I realized she was wearing red, white, and blue Air Force Ones. And I was like, okay, okay. So she didn't break down crying about rape and white man? No, she was having fun. It was fucking funny. She was roasting Renaissance art at one point. It was good. She even addressed the Nanette shit. It was, like, legitimately funny. I was shocked. Well, Nanette, hadn't she said, like, that was going to be her last yeah. stand-up? That was yeah. going to be it? Because she has her one of her opening lines. is just like, well... If you're here because of Nanette, why? <laughs> also, if you're here because of Nanette, why the fuck are you here? It's just like, it's just so fucking funny. I mean, after Nanette, Cause I, people I, did throw a lot of fucking money at her. I guess I, uh, the money's hard to turn down. Well, I just genuinely thought she probably wasn't funny, but... That's what I had assumed after so, watching Nanette. Yeah, so I watched that other special. Now I don't know exactly how to feel. Now I don't know if I have more respect for choosing to do Nanette. Or if I just see that as a really weird decision. I mean, I guess if she figured it was going to be the last thing she ever did, she wanted to do something, quote-unquote, impactful. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, she dresses it. She says, you know, I had a very... I knew a crowd I was going for. But, yeah, it's just, like, genuinely good stand-up. Well-delivered, like, crisp. Is it on... It's Netflix? Yeah, yeah. the deal? Yeah. I'll, I'll play you a few clips. Hold on, I'll play you a few clips. Okay, all it's, right. It's worth it. Funnier than it's not the like net. like it's not all time stuff, but she's she's funny. I was just surprised at the fact that she's funny. I can't tell if it's fun. Listen, Nanette was like uh, it was yeah. brushing your teeth with dog shit, and yeah. I can't tell if this was just actually brushing your teeth with toothpaste or if it was just brushing your teeth with dog food. But the last well, one was so bad that anything in comparison is if you watch the whole thing. Tolerable. If, if you won't necessarily find that all funny, you'll at least appreciate the writing because the writing's at least very well done. It's all very tight. Like her, her first uh, chunk is pretty much her talking about how she's uh, autistic, and at a dog park, how she was explaining her dog's name, which uh, was 
like what was it the the James Douglas pouch or whatever, which I guess is in between the vagina and the asshole. And I've she was explaining. Never heard that one. It was I don't know. The whole joke is she just like is explaining this to some dude at the dog park, and and he's mortified by it. But it's it was good. It was just a solid special. I mean, I guess at least she's trying to be funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, I it just made me accept her as an actual comedian. After Nanette, I was like, so is she just uh, like a stage performer? Because that wasn't funny. <laughs> yeah, does she just I was, cry on stage? Yeah, or? like I just genuinely didn't know if uh, if she had funny in her. But yeah, that opening monologue is pretty good. Just it was, had, it was nice to have her address the fact that Nanette wasn't funny. It showed yeah, awareness. Yeah, at least she acknowledged. It, it would have been funnier if she just came out and cried on stage for 50 straight minutes on this oh, one. No. Like if she I had ran just, out of jokes. If she, if she had just doubled down on Nanette and just started making up bad shit that had happened to her. So the last time I was right. I was... <laughs> was badly raped, you see. I was Try the wine. I was double raped. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she still does her feminist bullshit, but at least it's nah. at least it's feminist bullshit that's supposed to be funny. I can live with it as long as it's at least got funny in the the intention. The audience when uh, it reacted to her shit was uh, it sounded pretty heavily skewed female. Yeah, I mean, as she said in the beginning, like she knows who her main audience is. But she has some good bits in there where she does her little baiting the haters as she says it. And she's she I just respected more so the awareness that she understood why anybody without a vagina didn't think her last special was funny. There's certain points where Cause like, doing the net, I don't know what a comedian expects. Like, yeah. like when Lenny Bruce would go on stage and just read like his divorce papers. Well, I could see that being funny, though. Like, who the fuck? This fucking bitch. Just fucking, just I mean, that was essentially yeah. what it was, yeah. But it was, yeah, it's just, it made me at least appreciate Nanette in the sense that at least she was aware of what she was doing. Because there's a whole difference if you're just doing that because you've run out of shit to say. Or if you're doing it with an, an, an exact intention and then realizing why some people wouldn't think you'd ever be funny after that. But as she brought up, like, it does... It puts you in one-hit wonder territory where, yeah. like, yeah. if the shit you blew up off of is completely different from what your normal shit is... That's what I mean. And I, and it's I genuinely... It's dangerous. I genuinely didn't expect her to do anything else after Nanette. I thought... I Neither thought that did was, I. I. I thought that, that was that was it. But. I thought she was just going to, like, co-produce a show or some, some cushy gig where she essentially sure, got money for Nanette reasons. I'm sure a little bit... Of the comedian in her, because I think she has like a pretty experienced comedian, probably just went, oh, these people don't think I'm funny? Oh, okay, I'll do one more special. She probably got paid. Oh, Netflix is definitely throwing money. Netflix is throwing money at at those comedians like like nobody's tomorrow. She's not getting fucking Rogan money. Well, we haven't talk- have we talked about that yet? I Rogan, don't think so. That was Rogan just moving to Rogan, Spotify. Rogan taking his shot at YouTube and also trying to single-handedly destroy the state of California on his way out. Getting fucking 100 mil from Spotify for, was it, a three-year? Three-year? Uh, three-year three year lease, yeah. Lease. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. They're going to build a whole video platform just for him. I don't know. YouTube's going to have to pretty much just accept that it's nothing but children. 
soon enough here. They're losing any content that would keep anybody over the age of like 15. There's a lot of children, though. That's true. No, <laughs> I mean, don't get me kids. wrong. They could live off that. They're just going to have to realize that their platform will significantly lose its appeal. I wonder, I guess it depends on who else, like, because unlike... People are going to go with them after this. But Spotify has to offer them a spot. Like, unlike YouTube, you can't just or start Joe putting could, videos on Spotify. Or Joe could, like, sublease them. It's, Joe could be like a, a start his label under the label. Yeah, if he if he turned himself into a full, he's talked about doing a, a network of some sort, so he could do a similar thing to the Ringer, bring more people under the umbrella if they're willing to leave. Yeah, I guess because I was thinking Legion of Skanks could be an interesting next purchase. Well, because they have all the infrastructure. There's no fucking way they do that. Those guys are too. Two on the edge. Depends on how diverse they really want to get. People people were complaining that Rogan was too edgy to get the Spotify deal. There's no yeah, fucking way anyone on Gas Digital. I think we're finally starting to get more towards the comedians are off limits. I think we're finally starting getting getting back to where it's, no, they're supposed to be joking. I hope so. I but, hope that's the case. But, I mean, I was just thinking of other people that they could snatch up because Spotify is obviously probably going to spend, look, if they're already $350 million in, they're probably going to spend at least a billion dollars acquiring more just Well, content. it's more than that, too, because uh, $350 mil is just between the Joe Ringer and, the and Joe. Yeah. And then they also bought Gimlet. Gimlet, yep. And then I think they got Earwolf or something. They got some other major uh I know they tried to get Wondery studio. at a certain point. I don't think they ever got that. No. And then fucking Wondery's like number one show. Yeah. Sword and Scale ended up bailing on Wondery anyway. Like I could see I could see them going and get like two bears, one cave. I could see them going after Rogan and Friends. They're definitely gonna have to pull out something I, in order to fill out the video portion of the platform. Well, I genuinely think this is Joe's message to Facebook that hey, you guys fucked up. YouTube, you, guys, you mean? YouTube, excuse me, not Facebook. YouTube. Yeah, I think it's his message to them that you guys, you guys fucked up, and and now you're gonna feel the consequence. Yeah, I mean, I he went from doing the shows live, and they took him from being live because he was worried about fucking strikes on his channel, and the one dude they should have just shit. been like, oh no, his account is isn't affected by any of the rules. Yeah. It's YouTube's got enough of a leftist crowd too. Where no YouTube is hard, hard right. What and you ever read the comments on YouTube? Depends on the videos you're watching. If you're watching the Young Turks, it's, it's not hard right. Well, it's <laughs> but that's what also I makes think it, your suggestions have uh, led you down that. No, path. I mean in like Joe's comments. Oh yeah, well that's that's why people are complaining. Uh, complaining like. But Joe Rogan the, is alt right to. Well, that's also a weird co- choice some for people. YouTube. Also, is like the Young Turks. Like it's not like those dudes don't say some crazy fucking shit. Yeah, but they're on the same team. That's, that's true. That's why they get away with it. Although, yeah, no. Now Joe might. Joe might just. This is pretty much war in terms of the podcasting era. Now we'll find out. And the because his back catalog <laughs> gets uploaded. I think they said September, September. and then the switch is official start of. 2021, I think. Yeah, I'm assuming once they have the video platform ready, because Spotify is pretty much probably building that for him. I'm interested to see the video platform, because they have kind of been doing some I mean, vaguely sh- video shit on Spotify for uh, the last month or so. I'm sure it'll just be a YouTube knockoff. Because Tidal, Tidal has a uh, video. video. Well, because they do live concerts on that. 
They also do like they got video podcasts. They got the the Elliot Wilson, the rap radar shit. But yeah, I'm more interested to see what other dominoes go with him because he's obviously going to try and take people with him, and he's going to try and take people with him to Texas. Who? Because because he could easily, if he wanted to, get Bert, Tom, and all them podcast deals with Spotify, if he wanted to. Oh, I think so. Yeah, they I would easily do I it. I think he's got enough pull to do that. And and I could see those dudes doing it as a move with Joe. Because if you take the whole IDW, oh, that's the other one they spent money on. The last podcast on the left is a uh, has been for the last few months uh, Spotify exclusive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's, I don't know how much money they got, but I mean they're a huge fucking podcast. They're, they're were, gonna they're gonna spend at least another three fifty to five hundred million dollars acquiring content. Fuck, it's a lot of money. Hey, when the market's down, that's the time to invest. Yeah. Because there's definitely, there's definitely enough big names out there that if you poach the right ones, you could really dominate most of the top 10 podcasts. Because, yeah, Spotify is going to have, what, like four of the top five after this? Yeah, last podcast is a top 10. They're turning into Joe like the is fucking... number one, obviously. It's like the 2017 Warriors. A lot of the ringer... Shit was was always up on the charts. Yeah, the ringers always like five of the ringer shows, especially in the sports uh, categories. Yeah, but yeah, that was a wild wild announcement, and it kind of came out of nowhere. I guess looking back, like you can kind of see the signs when he started. Uh, yeah, I think. Well, I'm pulling assuming shit from being live, and and I'm assuming someone at Spotify probably heard some of the episodes where he talked about like starting his own network or something like that, and probably just went, "Hey, Joe." We can do all of that, but you have to do none of the work. Yeah. And we'll give you $100 million. Yeah, I think $100 million is really what sealed it. That's that's uh, You don't turn down that amount of money. Because Joe's, I don't know if you heard the pod the other day, but Joe's talking about building a comedy, seller, uh, comedy store in uh, Texas. No, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. And when you got $100 million, you can go you fucking can do, do that shit. That would be wild. Especially if just, with no income tax. He's just going to build his uh, his ranch next to Alex Jones. Might as well. Like, fuck I, it. I hope this gets uh, Joe to talk Alex into doing stand-up. Alex is already done. There's a video. He, yeah, you know he's done it. It's funny. You can find it where he gets, like, booed off stage. Doug Stanhope uh, let Alex Jones, like, open for him, and it's just Alex <laughs> drunk as shit getting booed off stage at some club. Look, fo- folks, fuck you. Look, you don't know what they're doing, folks. They're coming for your rights. It's... It... He could pull it... Well... No, he he's can't a genuinely pull it off. funny man. I was gonna say he could pull it off, but he's too hated at this point to pull it off. Nah, I think, but I think in the comedy world, you can play the heel. Like, yeah, I guess if he went WWE like if, character, like, like and, if you have Alex Jones opening for like Joe Rogan, you have like just the crazy lunatic come out and set the stage. <laughs> it's hard to come back from the position he's put himself in. I think that. Well, I think the. The audible, the comedy is the only saving route he can take at some point. Because at least then you can be like, hey, yeah, I got crazy for a while, folks. I decided I needed to laugh more. <laughs> yeah, God told me I needed to laugh more. I prayed on it, folks. I prayed on it hard. And the good Lord told me, Alex, Alex, you're taking it too serious. You need to laugh. getting sued by the FDA. <laughs> Alex, those kids died. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going it, to... Because it's not going to just be Joe. Because Joe has too many... He's just too interwoven with the community. No, that's that's the numero uno announcement, but I'm assuming there's there's going to be a grip of another four or five pretty I'd big say, ones that make the switch. 
I'd say come town, but I don't think I think they're losing too no, much steam. Come, well, come town once again. It's too far. I don't think they're going to align themselves with anyone that's like. I think they're just going to go with a edgy. wide a wide spectrum. Like, you can get them on the cheap though. I think last podcast is about as edgy as they're going to get. And those guys have toned Maybe. it way the fuck down since uh, they Maybe. started making money. Unless you want to try and like break the barrier. Break the mold. Not going to happen. Spotify Spotify's going to play it relatively safe. They, I, don't think, I hope Joe has Alex Jones on the first fucking episode he's. I hope so, deal, too. Just to see if Spotify flinches. I wish they would just do a joint podcast like once a week for 30 minutes. It was just Alex Jones well, that's what I'm saying. and I, Joe Rogan. I think that's Alex's retirement option. Is trying to do stand-up comedy? No, not necessarily even stand-up, but more of just a lighthearted. If like Alex Jones without the rage, I don't think it's possible. I think he's if he's drunk, it is addicted to rage. Well, he's always drunk. <laughs> well, at this point, but I think I think all right, not less rage, but more funny, funny yeah. rage. I, like eating your ass, the eating your ass rant. Like he's just <laughs> a fun. Like especially if Joe is there to kind of wrangle him a little. But yeah, if they did like a even just a one once monthly with him, uh, Eddie Bravo and Alex Jones, like that would be the most popular podcast every month. You know what the problem is? Is Alex Jones doesn't mean to be funny. He just is funny. Yeah, he's just a funny human being. He couldn't sit down and write out. Yeah, you can't. Why script, it is you can't that he's script funny. him? Yeah, he's not a scripted man. The only reason he's funny is because he's allowed to rant for four hours a day, and he runs out of shit to talk about. He's got some genuine comedic timing, and sometimes that just leads to very funny rants about how he's going to eat his neighbor. The I'm kind of retarded was genuinely funny timing. But once again, I don't think he meant it to be funny. No, I think I'm kind of retarded was meant to be funny. <laughs> like he... I think when he... Here's the thing. I think when he's with Joe, I think he's trying to be funny. There's no... I I 100% agree that he is funny, but I don't think... I don't think if asked to be specifically funny, he could do it. No, I don't think he could write jokes. I don't think he's the type. I think he's more the type to just like take a fistful of Adderall and walk on stage and just start ranting and it would just be funny. And I also think it, at some point that rant would turn to like some 9-11 was an inside job like type shit. Which I'd, would still be funny. <laughs> the idea of him just ranting about fucking uh, no, 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 thermite paint. No, my set's not club. over. My set's not. I got five more minutes. <laughs> Don't give me the light. <laughs> Look, I know George Soros is paying you to fuck my set. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. He would start, if the audience wasn't laughing, he'd start blaming Who the Who paid Jews. you? <laughs> yeah. George Soros pay this crowd. Oh, I knew. Yeah, but I don't know. Alex actually might be able to pull off a hostile crowd. I think he does that daily. I think everywhere he but goes in public is a hostile crowd at this point. But here's the only way I do think this works, is if Joe goes to Texas and builds a comedy store. Yeah. Because in Texas, Alex is going to get laughs. Yeah. It's, it's, what he does is tolerated there at the very least. That's Maybe what I'm not saying. like no, it's Austin. Appre it's appreciated everywhere outside of Austin. Yeah. Where he just, he can open carry and... Although maybe not anymore after the DUI. I don't know if they take away uh, guns in Texas after DUI. Uh, well, I don't think he most other got, states they do. I, I don't think, think he officially like, got charged with it though. Don't they get it dropped? I think so. Well, he was technically under the limit. God, being rich has got to be sweet. In in Texas, yeah, anywhere that's you, true. You fucking get away with all this shit. That's true. But if particularly I, in Texas, if I I get pulled over for DUI, I'm not getting out of it. That's true. That's I'm not, true. Uh, 
I, I don't have that kind of money to throw at a lawyer. Although I don't know if Alex Jones, I don't know if it's better to be rich or if the Alex Jones part of that equation negates his richness. I mean, I guess when it comes to the law, no, because money always gets you out of it. Money always, well, money just affords you the opportunity to uh, pay for a lawyer who yeah. can tell you to shut the fuck up and let them do the talking. Yeah, the lawyer who knows the judge. Yeah, exactly. Like, it just, it, it money buys your innocence. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Or at least it buys you leniency. Yeah. As we've seen in these uh, college uh, admission scandals where these fucking parents are getting like <laughs> two weeks and 30 days and club fed. Like, oh no, you have to take a vacation. It feels so dumb. Like, it, as much as I hate the, the paying to get your kids into college shit, like, why are we wasting, why are yeah. we sending them to jail? What a fucking waste of time. Like, yeah, get the few people in the administration who are doing it. I don't get, like, yeah, rich parents spending money to get their kids into college. That's been happening since the beginning of time. Well, let's just make them, make them do community service. Like, yeah. make them do something that actually provides them some donate, sort of Donate the same amount benefit. of money. Yeah. yeah. Make them spend that money on feeding the homeless or, or yeah. something like that. Like putting them no, in you're rich doing, people you're, jail. You're for, doing 14 days. Yeah. Putting them in jail for two weeks is not going to come fucking out fucking do anything. Gonna come out of prison with just prison tattoos on. <laughs> they got clan tattoos. Don't, now the, she'll have like a fucking the, uh, the Muslim hat on. <laughs> Did, well, I guess we'll talk about that in the next episode. The... Uh, the the police shit going on, but well, quickly, the we'll we'll go into it more in our next step. But uh, the cop who who killed that guy, there was a photo uh floating around. Oh, the one uh, Cube posted. Was it the one where he's in? He was wearing yeah, the not as that wasn't him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Is it wasn't him? People were so quick to jump on it. It was a notorious. It was this dude who who like does this regularly because he did one where he. Stage that he was like a Sandy Hook uncle. Well, hold on. We we got to explain what the picture was. The picture was the guy, he vaguely looks like the cop, and he was wearing a uh, Make America White Again shirt, and he was throwing up the Klan 3Ks, and people thought it was the cop. Turned out it wasn't him. Not him at all. But uh, that didn't stop people from jumping on that. How, how much time are we at? Should we uh, switch to episode two and uh, get into this? Uh, We're at 32. We're at 32. Um, Unless you got any... Is there any can we end on uh, some fun, silly shit? You got any... I, oh, I, I still got... Uh, we never got to this last week. We've talked about oh, how... I got a good one. Here's, Go for uh, it. Here's my newly reimagined uh, Wizard of Oz remake. Uh, it's called the it's called okay the Wizard of Probable Cause. Um, in this version, Lucy gets gang raped by her three companions, and he's she's portrayed as a strong survivor, willing to get justice no matter how long the yellow brick road is. It's a sequel to Nanette, and in the sequel, in the sequel, uh, she's set up by a corrupt president for the murder of the Wicked Witch of the West. Well, if we're going down the pun road, what and was that? And then in the trilogy... The, wi the Wizard of Probable Cause? Yeah. Okay, I, I had one. I I don't know why I wrote this down, but it was in my phone notes. Is, uh, in, like, I think my new my new rap name, instead of John Johnson, instead of Jeff Bezos, it's going to be Jeff Benzos. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good rap name. I can, I, I can dig it. 
I originally wanted to be Malcolm Xanax, but I found out that was taken. Yeah, that was one of our best names taken. But uh, yeah, I think Jeff Benzos is going to be my official, my official producer name from here on out. But the uh, the the one other thing we can get to is uh, we've talked about how High Times is uh, going public and they're trying to yeah. fucking going, every day send nine emails. Going public in the middle of a. Uh pandemic and the worst period for the stock market and pretty much the history of the stock market yeah so they send out emails every day saying why you should invest in high times and uh an email from a few days ago heavily implied they didn't state it but it heavily implied that cannabis uh cures the coronavirus oh i've read that so i went uh and found the study and the study found that sativa strains and particularly high CBD uh, sativa strains act with uh, the ACE2 receptor, which is the angiotensin-converting enzyme um, that's involved in regulating blood pressure. That's why initially you would hear people talk about how like people on blood pressure medication are at higher risk because mm-hmm. it was fucking with the same receptor. Interesting. So... Uh, it can. They were saying that the the CBD and sativa would interfere with the binding site and can reduce virus receptor activity by as much as seventy three percent. So that that sounds really fucking promising. It's a pretty good number until you read that the study's not been peer reviewed at all, and all that was available is the abstract. So I didn't get a chance to read the, the methods real, or the anything. real shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's a non peer reviewed study. They did have a decent amount of people, though. I think it was around 100 people participated. So it wasn't the uh, the N group or N equals was, was not a small number. It's decent. So you hear that. Everyone smoke Illuminatus. It, yeah. cures, it cures coronavirus. We are officially claiming it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, super, people knew Super Silver Colloidal has been saving people's lives since 1824. <laughs> But yeah, 73%. All right. That's pretty good. I have my last character that I never got to when we were doing our Michael uh, series. And this was a uh, Magic Johnson, all-time orgy assist man. <laughs> he passing passing bitches off to people. Well, Magic was known as like the all-time point guard. He was a he's the all the best passer in the history of the NBA and it was just uh yeah, Magic walking through the orgy just Giving out high fives, you know, encouraging Direct people. Direct traffic. Yeah, just walking up like fingering five chicks at one time. <laughs> You know, with one of his massive fucking hands, and then with the other one, he's fucking getting someone else hard. Like, you got this, Ron. You got this, Ron. You're ready. Round two. Just uh, fucking crouches behind some chick giving a blowjob. He's like, you got this, Sally. Come on. I believe in you. Suck that, Sally. Suck that, Sally. And then when she fucked up, she ye- he would yell at her behind the scenes. Damn it, he was Sally. just a complete asshole. Yeah, he tried to get her traded. <laughs> get this bitch out of the orgy. But I was thinking of it because uh, Bill Simmons always does their, like, Magic reading Magic Johnson's stupid tweets. Oh yeah, his, and they're always his... so fucking benign. And I just imagine him using those exact phrases, but in like an orgy. Who was the uh, it, John Madden? He's he's like yeah. uh, basketball John Madden, where he'll tweet some shit like LeBron James is a good basketball player and deserves to play for a good team. Thank you, Magic. <laughs> Thank you, Magic. Yeah, LeBron James can really hoop. Thanks, Magic. We should just ended the episode there. LeBron James can really hope. <laughs> the end. The end. Mob out. Mob out.